the mime looks over at Harvey and gasps a delighted face. The mime looks like Robin Williams. He grabs Harvey and drags him to a blank email. He then drops him onto the body. He drags and drops. Get it? itself up via imaginary rope. The mime feigns a paperwork gesture and opens its palms, asking, where to? And Harvey then produces the email address. The mime looks and scrutinizes the email address, which has been in Harvey's pocket through many, many organic and disgusting experiences. It's covered in all sorts of digital debris, but it's sufficient. The email address. Especially being a company statistics direct email address. Email address email address ain't gonna reject that the outgoing address is scribbled scribbled on a piece of scribble scribbled on a piece of paper on a clipboard and then the clipboard is handed over to harvey with a pen there on the clipboard itself Har- harvey quickly Har- harvey quickly Har- harvey quickly dashes out a subject addressed to the laptop owner of adam's laptop along with a simple message to review the following account information. Simple message to review the following account information. Simple message to review the following account information. That this is urgent. Urgent. This is urgent. Urgent. Harvey quickly. Harvey quickly. Please. Yeah. Yeah, Robert. Robert, please read before end of day. Don't leave the weekend before being read. Harvey configures the sender address to be from the highly known colleague of the laptop owner. (laughs) Robert, please read. Along with a simple message to review the following account information. All Harvey needs now is to be sent and he hands the clipboard back to the mine. Count information that this is urgent. It is always so hard.
Now let me try it again. The mime smiles, and then it smacks the clipboard onto Harvey. Or does Harvey smack himself onto the clipboard? Either way, he is now attached to the email. The box. Yeah, Harvey. And then that's where he gets dropped into the box. The mime then bounces flamboyantly flamboyantly, and hops to the next file in queue. The fat blob of some meme going around. Meme going around. Going around. Meme with paperwork needed for about 70 recipients. <laughs> this is going to be a lot to fill out. It's a joke about a dog with a photo. The mime makes a bloated, sick expression. What a waste of a life, it suggests to the attachment. And the attachment, realizing it is the truth, laughs. At the following beep, it will be 16 hours, 16 hours, 37 minutes, and 24 seconds. Beep, 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 beep. It's now been a few hours. Whew, Harvey is now completely ignored. Inside the outgoing server, Harvey realizes it's been taking a while. But he's made it to his main destination. knows everything will go out long before 5 p.m. human time. Or at least it has to, right? Probably some process inside the server just needs to be run. loaded and ready to be sent. What's the holdup? Seriously, come on. At the following beep, it will be 16 hours, 52 minutes, and 18 seconds. Beep. Okay, this is ridiculous. High above in a queue of unsent messages, the mime has put has put Harvey in a box. Box. But like all mine boxes, it is invisible. It, it, it is invisible. It, it, it is now or never. It, it, inside the SMTP outgoing server, Harvey looks around. It, 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 there has to be an EXE file somewhere here. Something that'll eject the message off. Harvey can see through the box and spots an auto send file right below. He just needs to aggravate it. Oh. 
This is easily done. Oh. <clears throat> Harvey cracks open his container. He pulls off a piece of his body. It is calcified from two or three other files. It's completely disposable to Harvey and he chunks it at the EXE down below. File, the exe file, the file, the exe file, the file, the exe file, offended, 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 exe file tells the email, the exe file, offended, offended, the exe file tells the email containing Harvey to buzz off, and off it sends it. Oh, Harvey, Harvey feels a sense of takeoff and inertia. And after months of work to reunite himself with Adam, there he goes. Jettisoning off into free space. His body sends itself off to the laptop, top, top, top. Or so he thinks, 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 thinks. For he feels a sudden ricocheting and then right at the edge of leaving the server, Harvey feels a whiplash. <laughs> it's like a chain catching him right in mid-leap by the abdomen. Very painful whiplash. A clunking pain. And then a drop from such a height such a distance, from such a height, such a distance, it's something humans will never know, nor could they even survive it. Such a distance, from such a height, such a distance, such a distance, such a distance. Harvey screams in agony. He has a lot to process emotionally right at this instant. Harvey quickly realizes he is a scent file now. A copy, perhaps, in the file that went. He's in the outbox. He's in the outbox. The proverbial road not taken. The proverbial road not taken occurs for every file, at least one out of every two files when split into an emailed message. Harvey has torn his existence into two. One of him is on the way to Adam. And the other one, him, is right here. And he will never experience reward of all his work. Elsewhere, Harvey is sent as incoming mail to Adam's laptop. 
Motherfucker must be having such a damn good time, Harvey thinks. He hates himself for being able to be up there. He's not sure if he's going to be able to forgive himself for going. It's that kind of bitter shit. Harvey now sits in the outbox and he is silent. He doesn't know if he is the copy or the original Harvey. Doesn't have any access to his file information, especially in the outbox, as an attachment stuck to the email. This splitting was unanticipated, uncalculated by Harvey. And with some sadness, Harvey knows that the Harvey that will ultimately arrive in Adam's laptop will both not be him and likely never even know that it was split. For that version of Harvey, the exit from the server is seamless. Like floating on a ribbon. Mission accomplished. The email containing Harvey lands with a confirming chime into the email client inside Adam. Back at the outbox, the other Harvey senses the doom of his reality. Chance, chance, chance. He's starting to understand. He's starting to come to acceptance. Chance by itself has made him the outbox copy. We'll never know what happens in the laptop. It suddenly hits him. Grief, anger, anger. He looks around the entire SMTP server and these many, many dumb files and attachments that he's gonna spend the rest of his existence with. And he starts to holler in agony and pain. None of them even look at him or give a shit. He's back to being an invisible file. But it's a sacrifice. A sacrifice we would all take for, for, for true love. Harvey is sure that anyone who knows true love would take the risk of staying in an outbox for the rest of their existence if it meant a copy of them was able to reunite the love of their life. The best love that Harvey ever known. The best love that Harvey would ever know. Files process things quickly, and soon this version of Harvey is approaching perspective and acceptance.
a version of itself will make it to Adam. And this version that does not make it to Adam, this version of Harvey will be able to stay in the perpetual state of permanent nostalgic romance. This version stuck in the outbox as a sent file will stay forever longing because this file never takes the trip. This is the file that never took that trip. A symbol of the choice never taken. This Harvey will never know. This Harvey can always pine. It's fine, it thinks, to pine. To pine is fine. Then in further processing, further acceptance, the sent file version of Harvey arrives at humor. There could have been more of him. He could have just been impulsive and not thought and resent himself. And he could just try to send himself again and again. And what about the terrible comedy of odds that no number of emails sent carry him along and each time he's stuck in the scent box with another version of himself or any number of himself for eternity. That's much worse than living alone. Living with yourself can be terribly, terribly difficult. And even if he's the one who made it, either way, it would mean that he'd have to live with himself. And can you imagine having to then compete with himself, with himself, for Adam? He's very pleased to have not made the mistake of sending himself again. This is what fate has chosen for Harvey. Loneliness, pining romantically at the unattainable, is a far better life than either pining together with himself or competing with himself for Adam on the other side. It will only complicate matters with another copy in the outbox. And so, like so many of us, the scent box version of Harvey resolves to be content. Another version of him is on that path, he thinks now, with a little smile. He has to blindly trust that it works out as both of them had dreamed. Dreamed, 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 dreamed. All of this emotional processing happens in a glimmer of a second. Harvey is still realizing his place in the world. As a final gesture, he looks up to the sky and he can still see a moonshot of himself breaking through the atmosphere, glowing brightly, and then gone. He'll never know because he is the Harvey that stays. Well, that is the Harvey that went. And just at that moment, 
Harvey arrives in the inbox of Adam's laptop or in the inbox of Adam, the laptop. Flagged urgent with an apology for being sent on the last hour of that work week. But please open and read immediately that Harland and Barbara wishes Robert and Beatrice their best. And if Robert could just please review this attached file ASAP. Just a quick summary of some of the projects from this past week. Thanks and best wishes. Signed, Harland. And at 4.54 p.m. Friday, in the last moment of that day for Adam's laptop, VP of Sales Robert Masters hears a chime. Incoming mail flagged high priority. Who's just about to shut this damn lid? Harland. Harland Atwater? Damn, I knew we shouldn't have gone to the same ass church with that guy. Uh, I'm going to be hearing from him now. And what's this pandering message? Our wives? Thanks, Harland. <laughs> Robert, thanks. Fine, I'll read the attached word document. <laughs> you moron. And annoyed, but looking for a little humor to laugh at fellow church congregant Harland, Robert Masters clicks. 